Hey guys and gals, welcome to the podcast. This is episode 46. It's been a while since probably about a week or two before DreamHack. That was uh, back in early May. With us today, we have myself, Joe Mercado, Dr. Superglue. We have our boss man, Mr. Dwayne Carell. Hey, hey. And we have our lovable Canuck from the north, Mr. Ron Carrillo. What's up, guys? So, it's been a while, guys, but um, lots happened in the, the modding scene since then. We've had numerous contests, um, but the one we're going to talk about today is the Cooler Master World Series that just wrapped up. The Cooler Master had its guest judges and people that came in, and uh, we have a few winners. How many how many case mod uh, contests have they hosted? This is about how many years Ooh. has it been? They were they were the big dogs. I mean, they're the ones that pretty much everyone's been outlining ever since. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, it's, it's been going on for quite a while. I mean, they've adjusted the uh, requirements here and there and whatnot, but it's still one of those where you know you have to use uh, Cooler Master products. But I know over the years they've kind of adjusted how much you really had to use. Yeah. Um, Plus, because people were using like they would do this like amazing mod, and you're like, "Where's the Cooler Master product?" It's like, "Oh." I used a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I mean, technically it does use a, a cooler master product, but... I mean, I think I think the, the emphasis is mostly case modding. They want you to use some sort of cooler master case. Yeah, I mean, most of it. But, uh, you know, they want to show off their products, and, it, and it's pretty cool. And that's what everybody wants to do, because if you did, you know, if the Cooler Master did a case mod contest, and, you know, Thermal Take Case 1, <laughs> yeah, <that'd be, laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, uh, that's the asking for it. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that before they used to say, like, there was levels. Wasn't there levels? Like, if you had one or two products, you were at a certain level. If you had more than two, you were at another level and another level competition but I, I think they kind of changed that this time well, yeah, they just been... have uh, they just have scratch and tower mod classic uh, categories right they changed a lot of the, the judging though I think cause, uh, it, the old ones used to be just by popular vote but now they have a separate popular vote where it's kind of like a consolation prize but the actual top three for each categories are all basically a small percentage of it will be popular vote and most of it is a, a judge judged by uh, a, a select group of, of uh, previous winners and uh, elite modders. Well, you've got the the tower category, you've got scratch build, and then the one that Ron was talking about was the people's choice, where that's kind of like the the community vote. It uh, seems to always it always causes controversy. That's why it's like a, that's that was the move to go to. Uh, to kind of not make that the the, the majority uh, majority score. It's right. always I mean, going to be, yeah. Even the thermal tape contest, the way they have it laid out, it's like, in the end, I think it's only 30% actually is like community vote. I, I could be wrong on that number, but I know it's a small number compared to the actual vote uh, of the, the people that vote is actually counted towards that. Because let's be honest, if you're this uh, big bad modder that's got hundreds of thousands of followers and you're like, oh, I made this thing, vote for me. The other guys that they may have equal or if not better talent than you, they get washed out because they don't have that following. And that's what exactly. causes the controversy. Yep. 
And we, I mean, we've seen it time and time again. And I mean, th- those guys, they, they work for their, uh, their following, but in competition space, it's kind of like Roman gladiators. It's who can, who can put up their fist the best. That's, I think that's why you've seen this shift and well, we don't want popularity contests. Popularity contests just causes drama and then you got people just yelling at each other. Friendships are lost. It's basically like a presidential election. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. And what's the Pretty good thing much. about the uh, Cooler Master ones is that usually uh, it, it really is a World Series. Like uh, uh, You get a lot of mods from different places and a lot of it sometimes is in a place that you, you, you don't really see that often. Especially if you're, if you know, you, you might think that uh, it's a, it's a, a case modern, just a niche kind of hobby. But when you see the results, you see all the entries from like different places, other countries, like that, and you see how how big the hobby really is. Yeah, it's, yeah, really, it's really amazing. We should have some sort of goal to see how many places in the world we can have a mod in a in that town, and see how many mods we can cover the world with. Uh, kind of a corny idea but just to see how far the it actually stretches well there's probably people who don't even know there's contests going on who just you know who they just do it just do it and probably have a business doing it and they just don't know you know they're just not online that often or they don't they don't seek it out that's how that's how uh, esports started before you know people people are always competitive with local they play CSGO locally or, or in their and they have to travel. This was back then when uh, you know there was no esports being uh, being streamed online. There's no Twitch or anything. People had to travel to yeah. to play competitively. You had to basically you know have to go to East Coast. You have to go all of California if you want to fight the best of the West Coast. What's well, so it? You had your little. Uh, this is before we the internet was what it is now. And in my case, I probably won't ever see internet like other people will. Uh, I get Wi-Fi through cows. Um, that's just the deals living with te- in Texas. But um, I mean, before you wanted to you wanted to play a land party, you wanted to compete. You just went down to the, like a coffee shop almost, and uh, that's who you played. And then it's like, oh, well, you you beat these guys. Go to the next bigger town, and then you'll play those guys. And later on, said so you just start traveling, and that's basically what case farming has become. Because I mean, to be honest, when I when I first competed at uh, QuakeCon in 2012. I didn't think there were that many case modders in, in Texas. I was wrong. And every year we, we host the contest at QuakeCon, um, you just see more and more people coming, more and more people joining the hobby. And you have to travel because it's not, it's not always something that, you know, it's not like other online games where you can just twitch everything, you can just stream everything. <laughs> you still have to kind of show up for the most part. I mean, with this one example, this is, this is online only, but... Uh, for for our contest, obviously people have to kind of bring their own mods. I think, to be honest, I think these are a little easier than the in-person contest because on these people can they can kind of doctor their photos a bit. Oh yeah, 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 true. It, That's you. It's like, oh well, I painted <clears throat> come out the right shade I wanted. I can fix that in Photoshop yeah. a bit. Yeah, but if if it's it like is. a in-person contest, I mean, like we have at QuakeCon or even the 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 mod 24 challenges that they've had you don't you can't hide anything i mean you never know if a judge is going to say hey take off that panel i want to see how your table management is under there or let's see uh your paint and follow it all the way through you just never know uh but but i mean not not to not to count off what these guys have done these guys all the guys we're going to talk about tonight they've all done great work 
uh, it's and it's just it's making the hobby stronger and stronger. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the uh, the winners. Surprising thing about this is that well, not the surprising part is that Thailand placed uh, top again. They 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 uh, they've been winning for the past few years. First. Uh, the top uh, two positions for the for first place for the category uh, for the tower and the scratch are both from Thailand, and surprisingly, first <laughs> I think first time in, uh, first time showing up in the podium is Serbia. Uh, they have two people actually make it uh, one and one for each category as well. So that's uh, another hotbed of, of case modeling there that we haven't really seen as as uh, as often as uh, we usually do. See, it, it sucks because U.S. should be up there. They should be number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is one. Your last. There is one American, uh, Dave Cathy. Now, well, let's let's take a look at what they have first. Let's start with the tower category. We got so, uh, Master of Dimension by Mr. Y. It's it's odd because like Thailand is it's it's just like this crazy zone of like these Mars that you've never heard of but they, they do all these this crazy work and yeah some of them have access to like lasers and CNC's and stuff but look at Mars like Suchow I swear this dude just picking stuff out of the garbage and making art out of it yeah I think uh, Suchow and Jenki uh, uh, from uh, World Media Plus uh, he both of them have I think the most case mods at Computex uh, just per person, I think each of them had at least three or four, just in the gigabyte booth alone. So two chow had like what three, and then one more on the floor. Then Janky does some some really out of the box style, and like this, this is definitely what we consider out of the box, or technically inside the box. It's a, uh, it. I didn't really notice it when I was first. I was like, okay, it's kind of like internal because a lot of these new mods it's like they're uh, they focus more on showing the internals and they have like a, a massive uh, chunk of the the shell out but this one it's like a buzzsaw went straight through it <laughs> yeah he really he he might yeah he would have he would probably that's probably what what went through his mind he just like yeah might as well just take off more than just a side panel yeah it's, it's cut out view is it like, cut out view yeah like with a motor or shows you how the internals work and it, it's it's it, it's it's also and he's uh, cut about twenty five percent of the, the left side away. And he also modified that front grill, I think. That's uh, different yeah, from the front grill does not look like that. But uh, he did keep the cooler master logo in the center, though. Yes. This is a there's there's kind of a philosophy in modding that you can only mod something so much before you really should have just done a scratch build. And uh, this one, I can look at it and say, "Hey, that's that's a master case. I know what that is." Yeah, um, you can still recognize the original. I mean, I've definitely been in tipping the waters of some some cases where it's like, "Why why did I even bother modding a case? I just basically ripped like eighty five percent of this case away and." Uh, I'm basically just using a shell. So why do you put it on a stand, though? Well, it's I on a stand. Uh, that might be what he was saying. He's saying uh, this is like a piece, you know, kind of well, like a the entire thing the is a display. Is, it's not. It's not so much 
as a functional thing, but as a kind of an art piece. Actually, I think it is functional because I'm pretty sure if you try to stand that case up, it'd probably fall over. Yeah, the yeah, it's functional. The bottom are cut out. So it. I mean, just just as as a context that he's trying to frame, I think. It could be like those motors that they show you all the working parts inside his ball. I mean, overall, I really like this model a lot, and I think it was definitely a good pick. For, uh, now, is he... Uh, are those that... I uh, see the uh, PSU cover there. Is that modded right there, or did he just cut that out, or is that... cut the power supply open, because uh, there's a window. That's a window for... Uh, yeah, but I mean, the there's a PSU cover piece in the front. I don't know if that's... If that's part of the uh, PSU cover for the master case, or is that uh, different? I'm not sure what part you're talking about. I mean, he's got the reservoir at the top. Well, no, it's, a... uh, the master case has a it has a lower chamber and an upper chamber. Okay. I think they yeah. just cut away at the the, the mid channel or the the mid plate that would cover the PSU normally. You removed the feet uh, from the original one. Now the second, the second place winner. This is doesn't even look like a uh, a, a power mod. Looks like no, a scratch yeah, build. Would, yeah, it does look like a scratch build. He uh, he did build off of it though. He's got some of the. I actually haven't looked at this work log in its entirety, but it, it does look like it's actually carbon fiber. It's uh, that those uh, no stick pads that you can put inside of your desk drawers. They're uh, liners. You can you can paint a surface lightly, then put that over it, and then do another coat, and it leaves that carbon fiber effect. Oh yeah, I've done that. I've used I've done that before. That's it's... what he's got going up the the back of the centipedes, like on the the top red pieces in the on the back. I don't know if you're Next. familiar with the, with his work before. Have you seen uh, the David Cathy's previous work? Like his name sounds familiar. I can't say that I have. This is uh, this is what the CM uh, Elite One Thirties, or the two yeah, or three of them the... you put together. So it's a th- it's a three parts Cooler Master Elite One Thirty, twenty parts leg and a thousand parts nightmare. What the is robotic, that? Uh, the robotic are... centipede lord. What are those legs made of? I'm probably gonna guess metal. Um, let's double check. Just uh, probably aluminum. So I know the the main frame, the 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 skeleton of the thing was was made out of aluminum. That's pretty cool, especially that I love that uh, that acrylic antenna right there in the top. That's cool because it's it's formed and it's the that cherry red color. Now, does it actuate? Does it looks like it can actually move? It can be shaped a bit. I can move because the second photo is kind of, or maybe just just an angle. You see, when when I initially looked at this, I was trying to figure out uh, if it was actually a uh, scratch build or not. But he's got—I mean, for those of you that haven't seen the 130, it's a tiny little case, but he's got bits of the case lining the entire structure. Yeah, it's a mini ITX case, right? Yeah, it's it's a it's a little bitty case. I think it's about the same size of, as an SGO five, but he's got like a big aluminum rod that he segmented, and then he's got the the chunks of the case actually lined up the spine. 
That's pretty cool. And you Personally, got the... I'm not a fan of centipedes. Um, I mean, like you said, it's a thousand parts nightmare. Um, you don't you don't mention centipedes. Centipedes are like honey badger. Honey badgers don't give a fuck. And now there's a centipede. There's the uh, there's a monsoon uh, reservoir right there in the middle. Yeah, it's it's uh, one of the heavy duty reservoirs that uh, was released earlier. I think it was earlier this year they officially released them. No, the MMRS. Yeah. Now for the third place one, looks more traditional. This 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 can't mistake for a a tower mod uh, from Serbia. Master X5. She looks like it was tilted. Was that reverse eight? What did they call that form factor? I know the Corsair 600C has that form factor. Was like a reverse ATX. BTX, I think is. Uh, yeah. Well, BTX, BTX was, was a, still the uh, the the. It was, B- it, was, it was a flip form factor, but it they like moved the socket. I think BTX is the old one where you, the the power supply is right on top of the of the motherboard. So I still have a BTX case at home. So this would be this is this is more like a Silverstone Raven. Yeah, it's just uh, a ninety degree angle. Raven and the some of their Fortress series cases were like this, where now, this, uh, this this seems to be. This seems to be the trend here now where if you're going to water cool, you're going to water cool. Like, really water cool. Because the first, they get a first place winner, and this guy had like tubes all over. <laughs> it's not well, just one loop. Like, <laughs> it's like they, what they'll do is they'll put a manifold in the, the bottom compartment. That way, everything just looks super clean. Yeah. And uh, a mod that really, really, like, it, even now, it, I mean, it's an old mod, but it's still. Um, it's still well revered as the ORAC where that thing was just chrome piping and chrome sleeving everywhere and it, it looked like Dr. Octopus was getting in a fight inside the case essentially but uh, he, he's actually using it's like a yellow gold color which you don't see very often I think that definitely sets oh, yeah. it aside from the competition I like that, it looks almost like a beer <laughs> yeah we're on it's Canada Day. You should be celebrating. I should be, but now I'm recording a podcast for free for you guys there. <laughs> you can you can drink and podcast at the same time. Okay. You get to Molson or something, right? <laughs> I got Budweiser's in the fridge. I, I don't want to. That's not Canadian because it was free. Budweiser. <laughs> somebody brought it, somebody uh, somebody brought it for me. So yeah, <laughs> left it behind because they didn't want it. <laughs> so, so that was uh, that was the uh, the winners for what I'm noticing. I mean, you're you are seeing CNCs, 3D printers, and lasers pop up more. Oh yeah. But I do like that what we're seeing is a lot of the old talent, where it's a lot of manual work is still being utilized in uh, a, even a competition like this. Because sometimes you're still, it's. I think sometimes it's easier if to do it manually, and on some cases, uh, compared to a to you to to you printing some certain certain shapes. Like this Ghost Rider, this this first place of the scratch build, I think from Modern Crawl. That one, I don't think. I think it'd, it'd be harder to three D print that thing completely. Or, I mean, you gotta really plan it. 
Well, that one's got like a lot of welding, and it's a it's a bunch of awkward shapes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mishmash of different parts. Uh, we've seen the work log, and he has the uh, Silverstone parts there. And this is where the, a little bit of a controversy comes in because, I mean, the judges ruled that it's a scratch build, but it's not 100% scratch build then because it's using some parts of, of the case. Yeah, it's using the... He basically cut out... So Silverstone is like a unibody design. So he's got the bottom part. He cut out a big chunk of the middle and then he's using that top piece. So if, if you were to strip a TJ07 down to its uh, the unibody which is that C shape he's using probably about 65% of the original unibody so that's where there's a bit of that controversy it's like well is this really scratch build but in the end the judges rolled it was it is a great looking mod I actually saw this a few months ago yeah it was in Computex at the Asus booth it does look pretty impressive in person as well So yeah it did it did but the I other part he, was it. he changed the the GPU mod from when we first saw it at the uh, in Thailand. They had that uh, that case mod event there where this was first unveiled. We posted news about it a few months ago, and the GPU there was mounted so it was sideways, so you can see it. For this one, he changed the mounting so it's like more kind of uh, with a fan facing downward. Okay, you can see the different mounting there. He added like a different uh, non-tube mount. If you looked at the fifth photo there. You can see like the, the brackets holding it. Yeah, this is probably a lot more practical where he can change the length of the video card. And the old one was kind of more specific in terms of clearance because it was just sideways. But it's well, still pretty, other, pretty cool nonetheless. You're starting to see a lot more of the, the ribbon cable dictating. Yeah, I mean, for the longest time we were dictated by the motherboard. Oh, yeah. Where the cables were going to, where the, the GPU was going to be in. Probably within the last three years, that's when you've really started seeing the... Uh, uh, the flex cables come into play. Once people, yeah, yeah. Once people stop caring about, uh, if people didn't care about RAM latency, you'll see extender cables or not. A, it's impossible because you, uh, RAM timing is is, uh, is critical. Uh, it has to be the same distance. Uh, a long explanation, but that'll be funny when if that happens. If we have, we, have, we get like CPU it's extenders. Everything is floating. Everything has an extender <laughs> away from the damn motherboard. Well, I mean, uh, when, I, when I bought my first one, I mean, it was like, I want to say maybe a six-inch cable or ribbon cable that came off of it. And uh, where do you buy? Where do you buy your uh, extender cables? There's a whole bunch now. I don't, everyone gets it from Lie Heat. Yeah, I that's, see that that's where I get them from. That's where I get them from now. Uh, I can't even remember the name of the place I was buying it from before, but my first one was 85 bucks for like a 6-inch cable. And you can go with like light heat, and you can request pretty much any length. Oh, yeah. They and make it for everyone, just, I think. Yeah, you, you can you can message them on eBay. And uh, Bill Owen actually talked about this a few weeks ago. And, I mean, sure enough, you can message the guy on eBay and just say, hey, um, I need a cable this length. And they'll, they're pretty quick to respond. And they'll say, okay, um... We went ahead and put one up on eBay, just buy it, pay for it, and we'll get it made. And there's a lot of manufacturers now offering that option as uh, uh, for their own cases. Cooler Master, uh, Deep Cool, 
they're offering those kind of risers now. I mean, obviously Lee and Lee, because most of their cases now have uh, are using that for their wall mount case, and I think thermal take as thermal well. take as well, because they have that what what that wall P5, mount case, yeah. The P5, yeah. I think the I don't know if the P3 has the same thing where you can move the the bracket. I can't remember. I know the P5 for sure does have the the flexible bracket. Yeah, I think the P3 is more modular, and then it's also uh, more you can use it uh, an all-in-one cooling system instead of having to do hard tubing. Is that is that the the mid tower one, right? Because the the P5 is a gigantic one, so the P3 is like what ATX uh, 240 mil, or is it 360 mil rad? Oh, actually, the P5 is like what 480 mil or something. Yeah, it's yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's got the the nice thing about the P5 is the it's got that it's not like a 120s all the way down. It's got that slotted railing system. Yeah, yeah. So you can do be. a 360 just fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can do a 120 up to a 480. That took a while for manufacturers to realize that 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 there's no standard for. I mean, there's there's the. Not only is there yeah, no standard for the, there's for the a, 140. There's a standard for the spacing, which is 15 millimeters. Yeah. For a while, a well, for it, for a while, it was standard for the for the 120s, but not for the 140s. Well, once you do the right. 140 uh, fans, you could you get 15 or 20. It, it, when that whole the uh, Fantex does the same thing too, where it's a slotted railing system, which is a lot better for all of us. Um, I guess it just takes a few times you have to yell, but uh, <laughs> let's let's move on to to number two in the scratch build. Which, uh, Ron, you go ahead and pronounce the name, please, before I butcher it. Reborn? No, the... No. <laughs> I'm not that illiterate. You're, you're Spanish. You should know this. Muscado Mater from Dominican Republic. I'm not a very good Hispanic man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pissed. Yeah, I saw, I saw your, your post blasting Ariana Grande for hating America a few months ago. I know you're not... <laughs> Well, I was more pissed off that she ruined donuts. Uh, true. Well, this guy is—you've seen—you've seen his work a lot before. He's been in a break for a while. I think this is just more like a personal kind of. I mean, the name is appropriate. Reborn. I think he's making a personal statement that he's back because he—he he was pretty very prolific for many years, and he stopped for a bit, I guess. Yeah. And he's I'm back with a vengeance. Years. Yeah. Look at that second place. And I know he. I think he posted on Facebook how he's he has like four planned and joining like a whole bunch. I think he's even joining our our gigabyte uh, contest. Yeah, and he's and he got second place. He only lost by eight one hundredths of a point. Oh yeah, very very close. Look at that ninety two point thirty seven with modern crawling, ninety two point twenty nine with uh, Masmuscado modern. And this is this is handmade. You were speaking earlier, Joe. This is this is fully handmade. Where he did, you could see the work log where he did the fiberglass, uh, the, the fiberglass body for this one. This is a very unique body too. It, it's it'd be very hard to just do it off a machine, just because it's you, you've got circular sides, but they're I guess the term is slammed because the they're out a bit, and then you've got kind of a triangular body. Yeah. That's what definitely that wasn't. He didn't just go out his garage and say, you know what. Think we're gonna try this. He definitely planned this one out pretty well ahead. That is very unique because that's something that I don't think you know. I don't think anyone can just copy. Like that's kind of his signature uh, style. 
Because he's got a lot of cases that are case mods that are not not the traditional shape. Well, this it's it's odd. My favorite part of this is the I've actually seen this tubing at Home Depot, and it's a tubing right at the front. You can see it's got that uh, like that that cross hatch. Yeah, it's got oh, a yeah, yeah. in it. So it almost I mean, looks it almost looks phallic, like it's just dangling yeah. there in front. Well, I when I see this tubing at Home Depot, I'm like. Damn, that is the ugliest tubing I've ever seen. But in this build, it works. Oh, yeah, yeah, I integrated in that. I mean, that's pretty cool. Now, is that acting as a reservoir for this, uh, in this I build? I think so. I don't actually see a res. Uh, I'm actually trying to figure out if this is a dual system, because I see two kind of plates there, one at the bottom and one at the top. The other thing this thing reminds me of is... Card. Uh, it's like those, uh, oh, it's I guess, a video uh, card. Yeah. Uno cycle. Those guys that they would make motorcycles with just a big ass wheel that would go around them. Yeah, there was this cartoon in the eighties. Ah, you're probably too young. I don't. When were you born, Joe? Nineteen ninety. Oh yeah, you're too young. There was a cartoon uh, in like nineteen eighty six or something. Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. It's like a post-apocalyptic cartoon where everyone, as you can guess, because it's to sell toys. Every character had their own bicycle, and the main villain kind of rode into this this kind of bike bike where the entire body is the tire. So he's okay. basically that, riding that, in a tire. That must have been a Canadian thing only. Oh no, it was in the U.S. <laughs> it was at the same time as that. No. As, uh, what's that other one where they were just in the Grand Canyon, like shooting the? They were just rappelling from everywhere. It was like the '80s, where every every it was just all the cartoons were made to sell toys. Oh, yeah. Was it Mad Max? Because I remember Mad Max. Or Mighty Google Max. it. Whoever's watching. Oh, that's our 30-minute mark, but we're going to extend it because this, uh, this is a special episode. Just, just, just for you guys. <laughs> just for you guys. Just for you. So we'll still have one more uh, mod to talk. Oh, at least one more. We have three more, what, actually. What the scratch build, and then... The third one is the this one another another one from Serbia GSW Cyborg which is you can see it's a futuristic armor with a, uh, a uh, with a system inside. I can't even call it, I almost want to say biomech but it's not biomech it's just like a straight cyborg. This is another one. I mean these guys this is their second case mod but then again they have uh, Green Shield Workshop they actually make armors. They make armor like a uh, medieval armor I guess. That's one of the cool things that you'd also think about when you're doing a case mod is what are you good at doing? Yeah, yeah, integrate and then, and then extend that upon what what you know to make something. Yeah, look at the look uh, at the fat. Yeah, Famke against uh, told she's, told. A, she's a jewelry. Yeah, she's a jewelry maker and she integrates it with her mods. And then you know, uh, Rodney Christensen because he is his work. He does a lot of the work with clay and uh, yeah. He's integrating that, so this is pretty much it. Like, whatever your discipline is, you can always integrate it into case modding, and it's pretty cool. This is a uh, what is that? Like, a, there's also like a, a water cooling thing in the back. I know it's it's animated, right? You can you can kind of. I mean, it's uh, mechanical. The the front opens up and closed. Well, this this. Uh... I don't know. It was a UK show, but America loved it as well. At least my nerdy self did. Um, was Robot Wars? 
And this kind of reminds me of like an updated version of Sir Kilowatt. For those of you who've never watched it, you can find it on YouTube pretty easily. Uh, it's basically kind of like BattleBots, but the UK's version. And it was way better than BattleBots. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, pretty cool. I mean, I've seen a few styles of this, like, almost kind of mannequin-esque. Uh, yeah, Richard Richard Suraz made, like, four of them. Uh, he did why. the, uh, he did Ruby. Which Ruby scared his wife to death. Oh, yeah. It looked like a failed sex doll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was scary. Yeah. 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 He propped it in the hallway or something and forgot he left it there and she opened the door <laughs> and just had a heart attack. <laughs> Poor Delia. Uh, he did the uh, the autopsy one as well. Yeah. That that's one the one the... that he had like a red stain on the wall for a while because one of the tubes he forgot to plug in and it like shot red coolant at the wall. Ouch. Uh, remember, always check your tubes before you turn on the PC. But I was, I was, I was suggesting Dwayne we should build the, an, an actual robot, a gigantic robot, <laughs> to go to Florida and spend a year building a robot. <laughs> it's possible. Look, they built like a torso with this one. You can build that entire we can, robot. We can model it after Ron and have Robo Ron. Uh, the Mad Canadian. <laughs> Speaking of Whatever. mad, this uh, the scratch build, uh, People's Choice scratch build, is has been very impressive. Uh, another place we, we didn't expect, Sri Lanka, Kanishka Akalanka. Although we've seen some other models from Sri Lanka as well, uh, Sanjaya Bani with his crisis mod, he's from Sri Lanka. So there's probably another. There's, that's another scene there where we don't, you know, we, we didn't know had had a bunch of these models that are really good. This so is this, really. It, it reminds me of the movie Nine. I've, I, which one? There's like three of those that came out in the last five years. One with Johnny Depp and one with the. Uh, no, this was like a. It was like a post-apocalyptic. As uh, a three, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an N and then nine, N E, I think. Because the other nine is about like some some philandering Italian guy. So that's that that can't possibly it be it. No, this uh. It's a great movie, but basically, it's these little sack people. They're trying to uh, put this robot that basically ended mankind uh, to rest. They're trying to kill it. And the robot to destroy the sack people is making all these robots, kind of like this one. I mean, I say it's a robot, it's a PC. Um, and it's trying to target the sack people and destroy them. So think of like little big planet nightmare mode. You mean potato sack or ball sack? Potato sack. Okay. If okay. it was ball sack, it'd be Ron Jeremy. All right. Well, this one actually reminds me a lot of the uh, uh, another mod that we previously talked about. That was also also, also on display at Computex. Uh, Maciel Barreto. Uh, what's the name of this mod? The, the gigantic fish green thing. It was oh, huge. Uh, yeah. It actually wasn't that. It didn't seem as big at Computex in person, but uh, for the photos, we thought it was it was a really big. Uh, what was that? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Bahia Blaster. Bahia Blaster. Bahia Blaster. It was. It was. It, it reminds me a lot of that. But this one is. This one's made from from bicycle parts. Yeah. You see the suspension there for the legs. You have the chain. Yeah. I can I'm trying to figure out where the system is even. Because he shot it in black and white, and uh, 
I can I can see part of the system in the main. Oh, there you body. go. I see it. Yeah, there you go. Or the I guess the rib cage would be more appropriate. I wonder how heavy that thing is. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's it's clunky and probably OSHA's worst nightmare. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool. If you look at the tail, it actually has the uh, screwdriver this and the, the different different bit heads there. Yeah. That's. Oh, sorry. That's very cool. What I like about this mod is, I mean, you can you can take your time and look at it. And when you look at it, you're seeing more and more to this mod, like little little uh, Easter eggs inside the mod. It's like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's a bicycle chain. And like you said, you see the the little drill bits or the drill bit screwdriver bits on the tail. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's pretty cool. I love I love seeing stuff like that where it's basically. Uh, Mishmash of parts that you would never imagine, you would never think of it that way in your head to, to kind of put together. And some people just basically look at look at different parts of like that and say they see something like that. Well, it's like they say one man's uh, junk is another man's treasure. That's pretty genius. Well, this one, the last one, is the Tower Mod Pandora Box Pegasus from Brazil, which is a little bit more traditional uh, Tower Mod. Although I think for this one, uh, you know, see also Brazil has a big case modding uh, popular, you know, populace. So they have a lot of entries and a lot of uh, modders supporting the, uh, this mod. Is yeah, it they, a, they have that campus party, right? The land campus or whatever they call it, party. Oh yeah, they have Brazil. They have a lot of uh, case mods there. To like the, the little figurine up front, they oh, did a, like a clear. A, they did like a clear acrylic front, and it's like the Temple of Pegasus. I also like that uh, that Hello Kitty there in the back. That looks pretty sweet. <laughs> that's that's our next our next mod for Ron. That'll be next year's staff versus staff. Will be Hello Kitty. Yeah, I won't even <laughs> be able to join our staff versus staff this year. A little too busy, but. Hopefully you guys make something kick ass. We'll see. I haven't started mine yet. I haven't either. If I'm able to, I'll be cutting it very close. Probably end up super gluing myself to the desk. Well, that's pretty much it. I think that's all the winners this year. Uh, definitely very good job on the judges because it's definitely not an easy, easy task to sort through all of that. <laughs> No. And judge, because there's always going to be people contesting the results, but this is very, very, very hard to do. From what uh, I understand, they, they go through this process where it's like, okay, we got all the entries, now we have to go through who didn't actually follow the guidelines, who didn't upload a work log, because uh, they're actually getting picky about the work log, which I like. It's not just um, post a few pictures of some work and then, oh, I'm finished. They want an actual work log. They want, they want to know what your journey through uh, the whole process of how you got that stock case to look like your mod. Yeah, as it should be. I mean, last year there was some there's some mods who just you know showed up last minute and had 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 they uh, had a fully made case. And what are there any before we go? Are there any cases that you guys were rooting for that did not place or did not uh, did not get nominated for? That did not win the People's Choice. There was one in particular that I, I thought was pretty cool, the Doom mod by Xenator. I don't know if, I'm not sure if he finished it on time, if he was able to. He entered two or three mods already for the Cooler Master Case mod event. He had one more. He's from Australia, I, I believe. We featured him before, and that we, we talked about his, his Doom mod in a previous uh, 
Yeah. Uh, while he was still working on it in a, in a previous uh, podcast, but I saw the finished work and it was it was very impressive. It was very clean too for a for a uh, theme mod. Like he used up the uh, the the hard tubing, hardline tubing was kind of integrated, and he made the the internal look like it was actually like a Doom level. Yeah, the the theme mods those are kind of hard to do because you you run the line of between it being a mod and then it just being super cheesy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people just buy a buy a toy sometimes and just glue it there. It's like, all right, come on, that's not <laughs> can do better than that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I remember that phase for a while. I mean, if, if it's one thing to like have props in the case, but throwing an action figure in there, it's like it's a mod. No, it's, yeah. Well, so if you if you did all the work already, I guess, and then you just put it there, like a like just as a bonus, but it's not hinging on that fact on that part. Basically, if you could take the figure out, people still knew what it was. Yeah, if it's if it's uh, still yeah, well, if it still stands on its own. Then there's, then there's just a fancy old bookshelf. Well, then there's no reason to have it. That's the whole idea of doing a theme mod is is getting that and people recognizing what it is. Even if it's just a small part from a particular game or, or, or whatever yeah, else. Yeah. You you look at elements that people recognize, you know, and they'll walk up and go, Oh, I know what that yeah. is. No, but I mean what if, what if the, the prop was taking up like half the the front or like the entire front already was just yeah. the toy or the, the prop. And that kinda oh. takes away from the idea of it. No, the prop has to be part of it. Not, so a good example not, of that is uh, Ron Lee Christensen when he did the Aliens build. He had the facehugger wrapped around the, the reservoir. Right. It was an accent piece. It wasn't a focal point. Well, he also made right. it. He didn't, he didn't just go to Toys R Us and kind of just unbox something <laughs> and, and like super glued the bottom and put it on there. He actually yeah. made it. He carved it. He, you know, he made it on, on, on clay. He baked it. He resined it. And then painted it so that it would actually fit I mean you could because some some artists there's some famous artists uh, Chris Kols, Kos, uh, Chris Coxy I think his name is you can google his name right now and that's what he does he takes mixed media pieces he basically takes different toys different little bits and pieces and he makes something out of it he just paints it all white and it looks like it was made that way but if you look at different parts it won't make sense but he, but some people can make it work if you do it that way. But it's totally different between some guy who just is still pre- presenting something as that, and that will be like the the main thing about the case mod that's impressing people. I mean, we we see it every year at the the QuakeCon contest. <laughs> Despite what people believe, trying to force epileptic seizures is not a case mod. Right, or sticking figurines on the inside make a. Diorama. A case mod. It only makes it, yeah, a diorama. <laughs> a diorama, yeah. Oh, well, this is pretty much, I think we're extending it. We are 45 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, so, when, we went a little bit over, but it's been a good while, so. Well, we're Plus, recording We're recording the next one right after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one more. Give them one more bonus. There's plenty to talk about. So, let's wrap this one. All right, guys. Well, this has been episode 46. Uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, y'all have a good one remember uh, visit the website modern-inc.com as well as our Facebook page our Instagram and our Twitter so Joe have a good one Master Dwayne 
Adios. And Ron. Bye-bye. Happy Canada Day. Day.